Episode 29, Laura Clancy. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round, and their wake up question to finish. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Get to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by a Fitlean Fast 29 Day Athletic Body Transformation. What could you actually achieve in just 29 days? Head over to facebook.com forward slash fitleanfast29 and check it all out. This is Laura and she's a best-selling author, speaker, coach. She does it all really, so that's why she's on the show. Laura, are you ready to awaken your alpha? I am ready to awaken my alpha. Thanks so much, Adam. Brilliant. Good stuff. So uh, that was a very brief intro from me. Do you want to just fill in the details a little bit more or did I cover it pretty quickly? <laughs> well, one of, the, one of the first things you missed was my thank you to you for having me on your show today. I'm very honored to be here and I want to congratulate you on your number one health and business podcast, making Ooh. it number one on iTunes. So congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and I have to tell you that I was a little bit ignorant, which I have lived my whole life through ignorance. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to see what alpha was all about. I mean, I've from animals that you've got the alpha males. And I, I heard your first pod- <laughs> I heard your first podcast say, we will interview females. And I thought, wait a minute, can't there be alpha females? So I actually looked this up and I, I, I was going to say, and if you know, you know me, you've seen me, you know, I could be mistaken for like part monkey as well. So <laughs> like I could, I could pass, I could pass for a little bit of a gorilla. So that's cool. Well, as, as uh, you and I know, I met you in Hollywood and <laughs> I have to say that that just never crossed my mind. I never thought monkey, gorilla, orangutan. Well, I was looking, that's as good as I look. That's it, you know. <laughs> you can't polish a turd, but that's that's like as good as I look. That's why that photo is used so much because I'm still in shock. But yeah, I, I scrubbed up all right that day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you looked great and you look great now. But uh, I did look this up and it, it said that alpha is the social animal. In social animals, the alpha is the individual in the community with the highest rank. So that's what I got out of my Wikipedia look. And as we all know, everything on the internet is true. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I was going to say, there is no mention of male or female there then. That is correct. So I am, I am not a, I'm not going to say I'm a female and I'm the best. And I don't believe that. I think we all have our strengths and weaknesses and we help each other out even though we can get frustrated with one another because we communicate so differently. But uh, I'm very, very happy to be here as an alpha female or just an alpha social animal. How about that? Yeah. And give us, give us your perspective on what us guys are just doing wrong. And I know that is, you know, we're opening a can of worms there. So this is going to be interesting. Right. Um, Have you got a particular sort of alpha quote that you like to live your life by that really resonates with you? I have some that I've made up myself, but here's one that I found, and honestly, I don't know who said it, so I'm sorry, I couldn't figure that out. No worries. But uh, this is one that I definitely live by. Never take life seriously. Nobody gets out alive anyway. And um, I, I definitely live with a lot of humor in my life because without humor, 
you know, it's just not worth living for me. Otherwise, you can just get bogged down in misery. So I always try to find the humor in everything that I do. I want to know about a bit about your alpha origins because straight away, I think it's crazy and strange that you, at some stage, we get this in your story, hopefully, at some stage, you live just down the road from me in a, the strangest, and I'm English, and we have strange road names, but probably the strangest street or it was a, was it like Cackle Street or something like that? Oh, no, it was far stranger than that. No, it was I, worse uh, than that, wasn't it? <laughs> that's right. So when we, when so we let's, met. Let's get your, yeah, let's get your origin. Yes, my, my origin story. My origin story is I have been very overweight and then normal weight. And I've been a yo-yo dieter. And I'm not sure if, if you all use that term in the UK, but it means yeah. I've been big, I've been small, I've been big, I've been small. And um, I actually did live in the UK. And that was a very big turning point for me because I had sort of been a type B personality. And when I got back from England and came back to the United States, I took college seriously and started making A's. And that was a huge turning point. I took weight off and kept it off until I had children. Um, so where are you originally from? Oh, I'm a, well, I'm a, I'm a DOD brat or an army brat. My, my dad worked, we, we worked over, he worked overseas. So I lived in Asia quite a bit for about six years. And then I, I went to high school. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And then um, I lived in Williamsburg, Virginia and went to high school there where I really grew roots. I, I feel very close to my high school roots. Yeah. And then I moved to the D.C. area to go to George Mason University, which they almost kicked me out of. And that's when I moved to the U.K. right down the street from where you are, because when we met in Hollywood, I you said you were from Crawley. And I said, I lived in Burgess Hill. <laughs> I lived on Freaks Lane. And when I... <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Freaks Lane. It's crazy. F-R-E-E-K-S. It exists. I think we... I was, when I was with you, I think we Googled it and zoomed in on it somehow. That's right. And when I Googled it, because that was part of my, part of my speech in Hollywood, yeah. when I Googled it, it was the only one in the world. I mean, I typed in F-R-E-E-K-S and Burgess Hill came up I'm and not, that was I'm it. Not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Um, so yeah, one day, one day I'm going to get there and buy you a drink in that pub in the windmill. Cool. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. Well, you mentioned it there. I mean, like, it sounds like you had some like awakening type moments there. What, what was your awakening type era or set of events? Could you pin it down? When did it all start to change for you? That was really a turning point moment because I realized that unless I was educated, and could stand on my own two feet, I wasn't gonna go very far in life because when I moved back from the UK, I worked two jobs. You know, when you're 18, 19 years old, you think, oh, I can do anything, I can rule the world. Well, when you're a waitress and a receptionist, they don't even have that as a career path anymore because technology has taken over. You don't, that's what voicemail is for. I, at the end of that summer, after coming back, had no money in my pocket and I was living with my parents. And that's when I realized, ding, 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 education is the path to prosperity. And so it was a turning point. And I went back to school and started attending classes. <laughs> that's and, a crazy, uh, crazy idea. I, was, I, what, well, I had no idea. <laughs> oh my goodness, with a little bit of study and paying attention in class, I was an A student. 
and uh, was recruited out of Mason for a, a pretty large CPA firm. And I was an accountant for nine years. And that was a, that was a great career path, a little, little less boring than you would think. But um, moving further into my story, I decided that when I had children that I would stay home with them. So I was home with them for nine years and yo-yo dieted through those nine years. <laughs> then in, in 2008, I had had it. Every five years, I would lose weight for a high school reunion because I couldn't let any of my friends see me overweight. Yeah. And as far as they were concerned, I remained svelte because in high school, I was overweight and I just was never going to be overweight when they saw me again. So in the interim, I'd gain the weight back. And then, oh my goodness, every five years, I'd take that <laughs> weight off for the high yeah. school reunion. And I realized that that was a pretty short-lived plan. And uh, in 2008, I actually went to National Personal Training Institute. They're across the United States, and the one that I went to was in Virginia. And for six months, I recarved my body and learned about personal training and nutrition consulting. And I, I just loved it. It, it. Weight training, particularly for females, builds confidence. And it doesn't build bodybuilding muscles. Yes, you can do that, but it takes an awful lot of effort. Yeah. Um, because I mean, cause you're, you're a power lifter, aren't you, as well? I am a power and, lifter. Uh, like from my background, I an, was an athlete and uh, I've never done your classic bodybuilding, but I just love the Olympic lifts. I, I did some earlier today, you know, the snatch, the clean, you know, all of that. I just love the power uh, lifts, basically. Love it. Yep. Yep. We as power lifters do the three lifts, the, the squat. We start with squat because it's the most advanced move. You need your brain and neuromuscular coordination to work together. And then you move on to the bench press and then the deadlift. So those are our three moves. And I can't tell you how much confidence that built in me. And it, it started with a mentor because the teacher at NPTI was my first real mentor. Someone who, he actually hired me when I was there. And I worked for him for a year and a half. And then my, my business started to take off and I had to step down. But I said to him, you know, I hate leaving this job. So I'll join your powerlifting team because we knew that I was pretty strong. And I'm telling you, standing up on that platform for the first time was terrifying. Mm -hmm. I think I was 44 years old. That was 2010. Um, and it was terrifying, but when it was done, I felt so good. And I, yeah. you know, I know that's not every female's dream, but I, it's just unbelievable what I've been able to do in my mid forties. So it's, I, it built one of my philosophies. It is never too late. I was a mom of two. I was in my mid to late forties. I'm still doing it. And I, I believe it's never too late to better yourself and get fitter. Definitely. Completely agree. I mean, and when you, when you feel like if you feel 100%, you're too old, too old for something, there's always something else that you're probably better suited to as you get more mature. So That's there's exactly always, right. always opportunities, definitely. Cool. You, you told us so much there. What do you think was one of your biggest mistakes, either professionally or personally, or failures even along the way? Well, I, I think just the yo-yo dieting is a, is a big fail um, that I think I've finally successfully conquered. And that's one of the things I'm trying to teach people uh, is long-term, long-term. That's the key, not the yo-yo, the short-term. Yeah. Sure, you can go on a diet and lose even 20 pounds. I mean, people even lose 100, but until they're ready to change their mindset for the long haul, it's, it's a... Uh, 
healthy weight is really a long-term destination, not just, I yeah. mean, a, a long-term journey, not just a scale destination. And I think that's important. So I think that was my big failure. And by overcoming that for five years, and, you know, I could lean toward gaining that weight back again, but I really honestly don't think I will because I think that's why I yeah. went into this I mean, profession. I'm sure a lot of people listening will relate to that because, you know, guys and girls, you know, you there's a lot of this, you know, get in shape for the summer or get in shape for this, get in shape for that. When like, there's very little of, you know, just be in shape all year round. Like so many people just, just, I don't know, like mentally or physically think they're relaxed, but there's, there's nothing better than being in just generally decent shape and healthy all year round every year. It's just, then it's your norm. Whereas a lot of people just think it's, it's almost comes their norm to just get well out of shape. And then they've got an event or a holiday or something coming up and then they have to do some crazy stuff and, yep. uh, and they don't enjoy it because it's not part of their lifestyle and they're just doing it because they feel they have to because they don't want to be embarrassed right. or just, just look like an idiot or just like be shown up in front of their mates. You know, you just, like you say, you've got to try and just get it into your daily routine so you're just in a sustainable, healthy shape. I, I would agree. And, and the... You know, the crazy things people do to lose three pounds and, and <laughs> you know, what they've lost is not fat. It's, no. it's water, water weight. And we hear this all the time, but I go out and, and try to educate people as you are. And, and I admire you for doing this, that this is not the long-term way to do it. And we all, we all want an easy solution. We all do, but there, if it were easy, we'd all do it, you know? Um, so I, I wholeheartedly agree with everything that you say. It's it's not short term. It's not this diet or you know the for goodness sake. There's the the um, cookie diet. I mean, <laughs> and and when oh you oh my god, have you heard of that one? <laughs> oh my god, that must be an American thing. <laughs> well, you know, only oh, in America. The word cookie and diet shouldn't go together. And you know, I mean, technically, people everyone wants to know what the diet is, but you know. I don't believe in diets. And by that, I just mean, I just believe in eating healthily. Everyone's, if I'm eating healthy, say, oh, you're on a diet. No, I'm just eating healthily. Like, this is it. Like, oh, you eat this, this, and it. You know, I actually want to eat it. You know, I actually like the taste of this decent food. You know, don't want to eat right. it most of the time. But, and again, a little bit of crap is fine. If it's a little bit of crap, a little bit of the time, you know, variation, well, spice of life and all that. Well, what I think people don't realize is when you eat well, you feel better and your oh. energy comes back. And you know, I, I did that for a powerlifting competition. It had, I had, I was in the tip top of my, of my weight class. And my coach said to me, I think it'd be kind of cool if you could compete in a lower weight class. And I went on a nutrition plan. Uh, it was kind of an advanced nutrition plan, still very healthy because you have to eat well to get stronger. And yet I was losing weight and I lost pretty rapidly and I have never felt better. It was, it's the way to eat. And, you know, it's just eating, watching your carbs, natural food, of course, and just monitoring what you eat. And I, that's what people don't understand is yeah. how good you feel when you eat. Oh, what, one of the key things I do, and again, there's, there's a few reasons behind this. Now we're talking about this short-term fix and it's good, but I do a fit, lean, fast, 29-day athletic body transformation because that's the key thing. It's not weight loss, it's athletic body. So it's the body composition transformation. But the key thing, everyone wants to know oh, how much weight will I use, lose and this and this. But the, the big benefits from it are stuff like improved skin, so much more energy, just confidence, feeling so much better, looking better, 
it's it's huge and the reason it's i do 29 days is because anyone can handle 29 days literally i will try and put someone off it as much as possible if they can't handle 29 days you know i that's the reason it's such a short like as soon as you start you do a couple of days you've got less than 20 days left you know it's it's the end is near and people can generally once they can if they can commit to a month and then they realize how good they feel in literally about a week and a half and what's happening to them then they're on the path and then they continue off by themselves because you don't have to have someone on your on your case or holding your hand the entire life we want to create educated people like from a PE teacher's point of view I always wanted to create educated athletes I didn't want the classic jock who doesn't got a clue what's going on right yep I I agree <laughs> Definitely. I do. I, you know, I'm wholeheartedly for it. And believe me, I was, I don't know if you know what kickball is, but I was the last kid kicked, picked on the kickball team here. Um, I was the pudgy little kid that didn't have a clue about physical fitness and I was chubby and was uncoordinated. And, and those are the people that often get lost. The people yeah. that don't have a clue and the PE instructor just looks over them and yeah. then what do they do? So you know, yeah, they, they need, yeah, they just just need some education. You know, it's like you say, it's not all about competing and how you what's your performance. I know, especially America is all big about the W, um, which <laughs> and there's there's a there's a play. Well, the key thing is, you know, uh, we have we have draws over here. You can draw a game like you, for game of football, you can actually have a draw. But I just like over there, there has to be a winner. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's will, right. They will go to the death. They will have like quadruple overtime, uh, like. <laughs> we can't have a draw no there has to be there can only be one <laughs> i love it right um this is our yin yang round we're gonna mix it up with a little quick fire round of 50 50 options cycle or swim swim coffee or tea coffee beer or wine beer san francisco or new york uh new york jason bond Oh, so Jason Bond. <laughs> James Bond or Jason Bourne? Uh, James Bond. Sly Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Ooh, that's a tough one. I I'm going to have to go with uh, Schwarzenegger. Yes. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> thought okay. I might win a favor with you if I <laughs> that one. <laughs> you have been listening to this show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Donald Trump or Richard Branson? Wow, that's a tough one too. I, Richard Branson. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Dog or cat? Oh, cat. Bear or shark? Shark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rhino or lion? Lion. I'm wondering, if, are, you, are you doing some sort of like profile now? Do I have some profile out there on? <laughs> I've got some bad news for you. You've scored, you've scored. no, I'm joking. There's not, <laughs> there is no, there is very little method to the madness in this round. Okay. Sauna or hot tub? Hot tub. Did I say, I'm going to say vodka or whiskey? Vodka. Okay. Um, I, I'm over 21. It's okay. You can say it. <laughs> Home cooked or dinner out? Home cooked. Cool. This is the complete blank around, okay? You just got to complete the blanks for me. If I was ever to visit your hometown, I should? See the Washington Monument. I don't know. Could you describe this for me? 
briefly? Oh, yeah. Do you yes. not know what the Washington... Is, I was going to say, this is the huge one out of Forrest Gump, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, gosh, okay. I haven't... Is this the, like, where they do the big speeches? It is where they've got the, the uh, sort of like the fountain almost, water all the way along it, huge. Am I thinking of something different? Uh, yes, well, it's, it's on either side of the reflecting pool in uh, Washington, D.C. Yeah, and on... Good. Yep. And it's surrounded by 50 flags and it's 555 feet tall because I used to be a tour guide. Ooh, you're learning wow. all kinds of things about me. <laughs> I did not know that. Yes, that's, yeah, that's a little known fact. That's, that's interesting. Hmm. I've had a varied life, I will tell you. You live well, long I... enough and it, it can be varied. Okay. Your best friend would describe you as? Loyal. What is your favorite movie and why? Somewhere in time, which I don't know if people will even remember that. And I just think it has such wonderful imagination. It's, it's a time travel thing with Christopher Reeve and, um, oh, I cannot remember the female's name. Jane Seymour. She's, okay. she's one of yours. She's British. Yeah. Is that a Dr. Quinn medicine woman? Is that yes, that's exactly yeah. right. Superman yep. and Dr. Quinn. Oh, yep. Superman cool. and Dr. Quinn. It's, uh, it is one of my all time favorites. I just think it's so romantic and I just love the story. Cool. Okay. Um, was there a particular moment when you thought you either performed what, to a, right up to what you thought you were capable of or even outperformed what you thought you were capable of at the time? You really felt like you brought your, your alpha game, you delivered. Well, because I've lived such a varied life, <laughs> yes, I would say that one of my crowning moments was making it to the stage in Hollywood and speaking in front of 250 best-selling authors. And that was cool. there were that was cool. Out of 30 people that were trying to get up on stage, I was one of the final seven. And then being one of the final seven and, and winning the top three, that was unbelievable because that was yeah, one that of my first cool. that was one of my first speaking gigs. And that felt really good. It was way stepping outside my comfort zone. Oh, but I just kept believing I could do it. And and how cool is that? I think too, whenever I get up and do something in the powerlifting competitions you know, to squat 250 pounds last year, that was a goal of mine is to get to 250 at a body weight of 132. And I had missed that it four months awesome. before, you know, and almost so, twice your body weight. Is that the next yeah. goal? Yeah, it That's was, it, it made me an elite squatter, regardless of my age, which was yeah. very cool. So things like that, pushing way outside your comfort zone, um, always, always reach beyond your wildest dreams. I have been doing that now for about five years and they've always come, you know, they just come true. I, I joked once about becoming a best-selling author. I joked about having a company called Muffin Toppled and nobody <laughs> thought of it. So I actually got the website, I, I um, or the domain name and I've now registered, trademarked it and always reach beyond your dreams because I ask myself, can I live with myself if I don't try? And when you step outside your comfort zone, that's when you can reach your dreams. Yes, you might fail, but learn from that failure and move on. Don't let it knock you over. Amen. This is our Yoda question. Who helped awaken your alpha? My now powerlifting coach, Tim Henriquez, was my first mentor. I would say he awakened it by writing on my final exam don't shy away from the spotlight. I'm, I'm actually shy. I know that's hard to believe. I'm an extrovert. Obviously, I'm, I have a lot of conflict. <laughs> and I'm not speaking like Yoda. I don't have a one-word answer. But he really 
taught me it's okay to head for that spotlight. If you, and then I've learned since then, if you're bringing value to people, you can, you can step outside that comfort zone and step into the spotlight because it's all about helping others and bringing value to them. On that note, you have made it to the alpha round. This is, this is what everyone wants to get to. Okay. <laughs> so, so could you start off with maybe a, one or two books that you think would be really useful for our listeners to check out? Well, one of the books that I read that I absolutely loved, and it, it was a game changer for me, is a book by a guy named Gay Hendricks. It's called The Big Leap. Aha. It was a yeah. lot of ahas for me. That book came at the right time. Another favorite of mine is a book by, the, by a guy named Dave Tate, who's a powerlifter. Very simple book. It's called Raising the Bar. <clears throat> Excuse <Yeah>. me. <clears throat> Raising the Bar. And that was... That really helped me realize that everything that I'm doing is right. This guy's been very successful, so I'm going to continue along. Oh, that's brilliant, brilliant recommendations. Have you got a particularly high-tech tool or resource that you use and a particularly low-tech tool or resource that either of them that you'd be a bit annoyed if I took them away from you? I just came into the 21st century and got an iPhone, and I, I got the best iPhone I could because I was told by a, by a producer that... It's Hollywood quality. So there's no excuse not to take a video at the moment of whatever's going on. Adam, everything that I have is very low tech. I prefer reading books that are actually made out of paper. Oh, I, I, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I really can't get on with electronic books. Right. I, I can get on with audio books and reading a book. I just like holding. For example, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Total Recall book is a nice chunky book. And I like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. There's something, well, it's kinesthetic. It's something about the way I comprehend and turn the page and it goes in. Um, but one of the first things I did with my second set of mentors after Tim, the Cosgroves, Alan and Rachel Cosgroves, so he's, he's from Scotland, was to get in touch with my core values. Once I had those, any decision I make is based on my core value. And whenever I get into trouble, it's usually my number one core value that's let me down that I forgot. And for me, my, my number one core value is mutual respect. If, if I detect, we don't have to agree because most people don't agree on most things, but as long as I detect that you've got respect for me and I have respect for you, then we're on, we're on a level playing field. And that, that's the male female thing too. That, mm -hmm. That's everything for me. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I mean, Honestly, I try my hardest, but sometimes with, uh, when it comes to ladies, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> We're complex. A lot of times I know, and know I'm what's sure going on either. <laughs> and I'm sure I, I just baffle my wife sometimes. She looks at me like, what are you doing? Like, so I, it works both ways, definitely. And what I'm doing seems pretty, pretty normal to me. <laughs> yep. What would you say is one of your personal alpha habits, habits that you do daily? Usually make a to-do list outside my comfort zone. And I go after it tenaciously and I persist. And I think that is the thing that sets me apart from many people. Um, I didn't believe it. I thought, oh no, I'm just like you. And I still believe I'm just like everybody else because believe me, I have a lot of things I need to overcome. But if I just keep pecking away at the same thing, yeah. eventually you will make it. And, and you just need to believe no matter how bad you feel, you will make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We're on to our final wake up question. So if you were to wake up tomorrow morning and you still knew everything we just talked about now, 
but for some random reason, you'd lost all your contacts. You didn't know me, so that'd be very upsetting for you. You just had your immediate <laughs> family. <laughs> what would you do in that first week and that first day and why? You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a plug here. I would reach out to Nick Manton and J.W. Dix. That was, that was a huge game changer. So I would, that, those would be the first people that I called to continue along my path of, of all the things that I've been able to do with them. Sounds good. Would you go, if you're gonna put your focus in that first day, would you go down like trying to be professional speaker route off the bat now? Or would you go back and retread some of the things you've done before? What would be your sort of your focus? And I, I guess that's asking you as well, what does the future hold for you? Well, I'm excited about my future, Adam. <laughs> even, even approaching 49, I'm very excited. I, uh, I have two different directions I'm going, one which I'm focusing on right now. I have a launch of a subscription-based program that will be at wittenfit.com, and it's a subscription program where people will receive monthly, I mean, uh, weekly videos on my philosophy of mindset, nutrition, and fitness to get them to a more well life. You know, my, mm -hmm. my big thing is to educate, entertain, and inspire people to be more fit and content. So that would be, that's one area. But once I finish that project, because I'm working on it now, it will run itself for the most part. Yeah. And then the professional speaking, because you can affect, you can help so many people through professional speaking. I think we've covered pretty much everything. Is unless there's anything else that you wish I'd brought up or asked you? Mm, I can't think of anything. I'm just so I'm so happy for you and all that you've accomplished. You know, you're teaching people what I believe. It's one of my quotes, without dreams, existence is a nightmare. And you're teaching people <laughs> Love <it>. that <laughs> that continue dreaming. You can be successful. And it's very true. I know, you know. It, you're interviewing people. What were your failures? What have you overcome? We all have issues. And we as yeah. humans compare our inside to other people's outside. And it's not fair because everybody's got a facade. Everybody has a facade, but everybody has issues that they've got to overcome and just keep trying because eventually it will pay off. You've got to stand for something or you're full for anything. That's, oh, excellent. Very Boom. true. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So um, if people want to hear more, wit and fit, muffin toppled, or just you, yeah, well, what's uh, the best way they can get hold of you? Absolutely. My, my email is laura at muffintoppled.com. A new subscription program. It's a little bit up there, but it hasn't been developed. The launch is hopefully June 1st. That's, that's what I'm going for. Okay, that's witandfit.com. I'm super excited about that. Anything I can do to help even if it's just something very small, there's nothing too small, something pretty big. Give me a shout and I'll do what I can. Thank you Love so it. much, Adam. I'm, I'm just so honored to be asked. You've had some spectacular guests and I'm, I'm just so proud of everything that you're doing. Congratulations. Ah, cheers, thank you. And uh, I'll give you a heads up when it goes out, but that's, we're done, that was brilliant. Thank you Excellent, so thank you. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, live limitless. This episode is sponsored by a FitLean Fast 29-Day Athletic Body Transformation. What could you actually achieve in just 29 days? Head over to facebook.com forward slash fitleanfast29 and check it all out. Better skin, better confidence, and all in just 29 days to get you to the, an optimum weight and getting you on the long-term path to success. 
check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Thank you. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.